Welcome to the Local Marketing Podcast for Dentists, a show for the entrepreneurial dentist who is actively searching for better ways to attract more new patients. A place where we uncover what is and what isn't working for new dental patient acquisition online. And now, introducing your hosts, Charles Makarevich and Scott Edwards. I'm Scott Edwards, and today I have Charles Makarevich with me to discuss citation directories and how they are an essential component of local marketing to demonstrate to Google and other search engines that your dental practice is local, active, and a real bricks and mortar physical location. Charles is a founder of Dental Marketing Expert a company which specialises in local marketing for Australian dentists and is responsible for many dental practices across Australia, dominating a local competition and attracting up to 15 new patients each and every week. Welcome to the show, Charles. Good morning, everyone. I suppose for a dentist, Charles, many would never have heard of the term citation directories or even know what they are. Can you explain to our listeners what we refer to as a citation directory? Citation directory in simple uh, term is just a reference, a web reference to your business, like to your dental practice. And we tied that up with a, a Google local or, or Google Maps. Uh, we had a, uh, our previous pod- podcast was covering that, so please go, uh, go back to, to our podcast page and, and revisit that. It's very important to learn more about Google Local. So coming back to that, Google Local, Google Maps, that's where um, a majority of your bookings will come from, online bookings. So what we're trying to do, we're trying to reverse engineer what the Google Maps needs or wants to, to have accurate information. So uh, Google Maps is a search engine and it's an aggro, uh, aggregator. So it's pretty much looks for the information for your business reference online. And uh, it wants to see accurate information. If you if, if there's a, a difference in the phone number or, or difference in the business name, uh, it gets confused and uh, basically um, lowers your ranking, lowers your Google Maps ranking, just sits there digesting it, trying to, f- to find out what, what information is correct, which is not. So Charles, how many directories are out there for a dentist to list their practice in? Oh, hundreds and hundreds. We have some clients who have been asked for a number of years and they, they, can, they, they can be hitting a 400 mark. And the clients who are starting with us, you know, building a slowly 10, 20, 30 directories, uh, every month will, will, uh, the number will increase. Our goal is to, to basically get that, get as far as uh, having a, a, around 500 directories over, over you know, two, three, four years. In, in perhaps two years, we're looking at maybe two, three hundred, and, and the four is time for 500. Mark. So, so why should dentists be listing their practice in as many of these directories as possible? The citation directories, we just pretty much mentioned that in, in the, my previous answer, Google will aggregate that information. So that will help in, in, with the Google Maps uh, ranking, uh, but also the directory itself uh, having a huge exposure online. It's funny, we had a conversation uh, before this call. Uh, uh, we look at uh, some results. So uh, we did the search for Dentist Rubina and, uh, and we had yellow pages, we had uh, dentist.com.au, we had uh, a few other directories popping up in Google search. And you said to me, wow, why would the Google <laughs> show someone else's results? Well, uh, I think the Google algorithm actually, in a way, it doesn't favor anything. It just favors the searcher. If someone, it gives the most relevant information to your patient, not necessarily to Google itself. So that's a good news, uh, I believe, uh, that you know that we, we can see those listings. And uh, there are directories which are more important than others. And I, I highly recommend that the first 
uh, work begins with the 30 most important uh, citation directories. So is listing your practice a simple task or is it a time-consuming ongoing process? It's definitely a complex and time-consuming as as well as a resource-hungry process. Just to give you an example, to just to verify Google My Business listing, a lot of times you might be asked to have a postcard to completely. When you complete the listing verification, you might have few options. In 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 many occasions, would be just a one option: a postcard verification pin. Uh, sent uh, via postcard and that might take a few weeks to verify and uh, guess what a lot of times that postcard disappears never gets there so I have clients uh, for up to five weeks before you actually get the Google My Business uh, verified so so the beginnings could be really hard as well uh, for the new dental practices additionally if you look at other uh, citation directory what, what we did with, uh, uh, with the terminology, I use citation directory for everything to simplify uh, that for dentists. Because a lot of jargon, there are a lot of differences inside of that uh, citation word. And there are search engines, there are aggregators, there are all sorts of different things. But at the end of the day, what, we, what, what we're looking at is we're reversing, reverse engineering Google Maps and, and looking at what they actually want and what they're looking for, and they're looking for the information online in regards of your NAP, name, address, and phone number, which is that uh, reference point to your business, and additionally things like, this, uh, you know, your uh, little bio, little thing, images, and other informations important there, uh, but the NAP is critical. So Google looks for accuracy of that uh, with the citation directories. So if you look at the, um, so, so coming back to your questions, uh, so there's uh, a lot of difficulties with finding uh, where uh, all the directories. Uh, there's additionally a lot of information which is not going to be accurate. So trying to uh, find the logins, trying to contact the directory and request authentication of the account. So a lot of them will answer, hey, but where is the owner? I need the owner to, uh, you know, to verify the account. And, and then you're going to have to go back and forward with emails, phone, phone calls. So uh, I think... Uh, you know the the first thirty directories are the the, the hardest to, to to verify and to deal with uh, because a lot of them will require access to to the reception phone number to verify pins etc and and perhaps using a company email so you have to uh, go back and forth your reception has to be busy uh, replying to all those emails and forwarding them to to the citation directories. Uh, additionally, um, if you look at from 30 to 100, 200, 300, a lot of the smaller directories are very slow. So you might uh, uh, post your listing, uh, they go draft, pending, and then you wait. You might wait two, three, four months before, before they actually get verified. So the process is very time consuming uh, and, and the key here is the accuracy of your listing. So you might have to make sure that you have like a spreadsheet there and, and you list all your current uh, citations and, the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and have your own notes, which what specific stage they are in and, and all the new opportunities for directories, which you will need to actively search for uh, because there's always new opportunities. There's al always new uh, citation uh, directory popping up. So Charles, how did citation directory listings actually help a dental practice attract new patients? 
we talked about this uh, in, in certain form before, uh, it's a visibility. So the citations directory are visible in the, in the homepage of, of uh, Google, on the second page of Google, they, they everywhere. Uh, additionally, having the accurate listing helps you in Google Maps, which is the, the one we're really interested in. So if I opened a new dental practice at a new location, is the citation process any different than if I bought an existing practice and rebranded? Oh, it's definitely more difficult to deal with the rebranding. And if you look at the Google, Google will be very confused. If you just uh, uh, set up a new website, so you have existing Google My Business uh, listing, and, and for example, you, uh, it was, you purchased the dental practice from another dentist, which was Dr. John Lee, and you say, well, I can't use that, so I have to rebrand it. And, uh, and, you know, ideally you look at the area you were in and so perhaps you were in Robina and, and you pick the, the dental practice name uh, which has some keywords in it, which do, does help. Uh, so perhaps the uh, Robina Dental uh, Center or the Robina Family Dental Center, something like that would have been appropriate. So you have that name. Uh, now a new set up a brand new website. And obviously you branded it, it's in your NAP, it's in your contact us page. And you managed to claim the existing uh, listing for, for Dr. John Lee and you changed the uh, name there. So you think it's all done. Well, that would be nice. <laughs> no, it's, it's a mess. Uh, there, there might be a hundred or hundreds of uh, listings up on the internet in citation directories uh, where, where the, your address uh, is correct, your phone number is correct, but your business name is not. So uh, Google will look at it, you'll get very confused. So even if you were ranking, uh, you'll get those ne negative credits and most likely your ranking will, will dive in. Or if you're trying to build the, the new ranking, that simply it's not gonna, not gonna be easy to do. So that's a huge work, uh, not recommended if it's possible uh, and you wanna just rebrand the logo, uh, change the colors of the website, that's ideal. And if you can avoid not touching the NAP itself, name, address and phone number, that's, that'll save you months and months and also that's additional uh, bookings so I, I would think you know you might have a huge drop drops in bookings if you're rebranding and maybe over a period of six months of six months so if you're really working very hard on citation maybe three months but i've seen you know anywhere between three and six months a huge effect on on, on your google maps ranking when you're rebranding what if my dental practice has multiple locations charles Okay, great question, Scott. Um, that's a, a little bit different approach. We prefer uh, internally to to have a client who who has, let's say, two three locations and they they're completely separated. So so let's go to two locations. They have two locations. They have two websites. Uh, specific to that locations and two of everything, two Facebook pages, and I know it's it's it's, it's a lot more work, but those uh, it could be on opposite side of town, and it's completely different community serving different community, so so you would really uh, that community would benefit from a dedicated. A website from dedicated Facebook page which just talks about that community and uh, Google loves uh, that specific system. Google loves to, to see the one website, you know, one branding and then all the citation directory pointing out back to, to, to that specific website and have accurate NAP information. So this is the ideal uh, and that's utopia, not, not always possible. Uh, so um, let's look at another scenario. Perhaps you don't have a choice, you, you already made all the decisions and you will have three locations 
and you have only one website. Well, number one, make sure uh, when you're setting up, uh, you, obvi you obviously have three uh, different Google My Business listings. So every listing has, uh, uh, you could perhaps have the same name for those three. So if the name was, let's say, United Smiles, so the name is the same for those three locations. I would try to rebrand it slightly. So you, you have a United Smiles Robina, United Smiles Carrara, United Smiles and another suburb. So I will rebrand this as much as possible to give you the benefits of the keyword. And uh, that would be probably one of the things you could do. And the second step is to create landing pages. So be a dentist of website forward slash dentist Robina, website forward slash dentist Carrara. So those Google My uh, Business listings, so the listing for Carrara doesn't go to the homepage of your website. It goes to that uh, dentist Carrara landing page, uh, which has that accurate address and the nap on that specific page and a lot of other information about your services that they op optima optimize for Dentist Carrara and the same for, for other locations. So, so this gives you like a, a, an overview of two different uh, ways you can be doing that and uh, there is no really other way. So, you know, you could perhaps completely ignore it and as, as a lot of dentists do and, and just send all the uh, listings to the homepage of the website and, and just use a city like Gold Coast. So you say, okay, but I'm on three suburbs. I don't care about the suburbs, but you are only going to, because I'm in Gold Coast, I'm going to use Gold Coast in everywhere. Well, that's a bad move because uh, Google is very confused. The address doesn't have a Gold Coast now and, and, and your Gold Coast, uh, you know, which location is your Gold Coast? You've got three, you know, it, it, it is not a good strategy. So I, I really recommend it against it. I think the best strategy is to, to focus on your local community, focus on your local suburb, you know, up to five, five kilometers to start with and dominate first rather than go for the whole city. Let's briefly recap. Citation directories are essentially an online reference to your dental practice. It is essential to list and then maintain consistent NAP details across all directories. Google then aggregates all these listings to validate you as a genuine active business and ranks you in their search results. The more relevant directories you are listed in, the greater authority you portray to Google and increase your exposure within search engines, which in turn delivers more new patients. We've covered a lot of information again, Charles. Thanks again for your time. My pleasure. And that wraps up today's podcast, folks. Stay tuned for our next episode when we discuss local community engagement and mixing it up both online and offline. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Local Marketing Podcast for Dentists. For more resources, visit our website, dentalmarketingexpert.com.au. 